Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another edition of the Elite City Podcast. It's a windy night here in Pittsburgh, so if you hear the wind, I apologize in advance. Rick got buried in some snow over the weekend, so how are things up there, sir? Yeah, not bad. I mean, not as bad as they they thought it was going to be. So all all good. It was good, like it was good, like snow for snowmen and snowball fights. So it was ah, good snow. So very nice. that was fun. The kids very had nice. fun. Was there any? Um any sled riding done not yet probably the weekend ah nice yeah so uh dynamite was incredible last night first off let's let's start there um we've been on a streak of shows that are i don't know if they're purposely one-upping each other but like the past like five weeks each show has been better than the next yeah, know. and what I what I've noticed about it, I mean, this one had a has had a particular special main event, Correct. but most but most of them don't have haven't had you know huge marquee matchups on them. I mean, next week they have some big matches planned, but like this was like a pretty standard card in terms of the people who were on it. But the yeah. shows themselves have been really good. Yeah, um, it, it's a testament to the work being done. Uh, like backstage with everybody and in the ring prior to because you know if you notice people haven't been talking about that it's only a bunch of ex wwe people you know that, that right. kind of went away yeah uh, real quick because I, I i mean we talk about it on here all the time chris jericho hit the nail on the head when he said we're we became a professional company we need to start acting like it right everybody stepped up their game and they are now pretty well-oiled machine like anybody could step into any moment pretty much yeah they've done a really good job at at having a lot of people who, you're right who can kind of like if like buddy matthews was in the title match right. which which i wouldn't have expected but great match like they right. can kind of put people into various roles and it, it works so it's, it's been fun yeah and and go to, to buddy matthews like you didn't question that you weren't like well he doesn't deserve that Right. You know, like everybody is, I mean, early on, we compared this to a team. Everybody is a team player. So it seems, um, right. obviously we're not there, but everybody is at least seeing the greater good. Like, obviously not everybody is going to get along with everybody. And that's just natural. Um, I'm pretty sure if not everyone gets along, you have to just fold the company. That's exactly. what the internet's told me. That's, if there's if true. there's any if there's any arguments, it shows that you have no leadership, that's and you might as well true. just might as well just shut down just the company. Fold them. Sorry. Sign 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 check. It's over. <laughs> that that is very true. Um, but uh, yeah, we we do seem to be hitting a the company. Not we. I'm not part of this. <laughs> yeah, we have nothing to do with it. But yeah, we, we're just. But if, you know, if Tony Khan obviously who listens to our podcast. Correct, because um, he makes the changes as we call. Them. That's right. If he wants to, you know, hire us, that's fine. Like I would, yeah, I'd, I mean, be, I'd be willing to work for for AEW if, yeah, there's, I mean, an we'll, offer, if we'll, there's an offer there. Yeah, we could take the heat off of Aubrey Edwards. She doesn't. Right. We could do unrestricted. Sorry, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not trying to take your job, Aubrey. I mean, you're, you're already ref. So. I, I'm definitely trying to take their jobs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You, you and Renee can fight. 
That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's this RJ City and me. We can't have two R cities. That's impossible. Ooh, that has to be that's, a problem. That's that's not allowed. Wow. Wow. So, full circle. That's right. Already. That's gonna be Someone, a fight. Yep. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna see him punk this locker room. I'm gonna come in and, and disrupt everybody and start fights. <laughs> right. RJ that's City it. couldn't nickname his way out of uh that's right. A paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 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 Um, we had a heck of a match to open the show. Uh, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Action Andretti and Ricky Starks. And uh, it, the first note I wrote down of the entire night, Andretti is very over. And I love this. Yeah. I also loved... Um, when they they did the little spin twirl when they pulled off their costumes and Jericho's got stuck on his head. Yes, that, that was, was great. One hundred percent incredible. <laughs> and the the amount of professionalism that he just stood there with it. Right. Time, <laughs> it, it, it's, I mean, it's the little things like. And I know panic, it was he purpose, just went, but it actually made it better. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it, his like that little thing it will rub off on somebody like, you know, if that would have been like, just say that would have been the other way around. It would have been action. Andretti. like dude would have probably panicked like, Oh God, I'm on national TV. Tony Khan's going to be mad. I messed up the pants thing. Right. You know what I mean? Jericho, just, you eat it. You take the egg on your face and then the camera cuts in, you walk away. And yeah. it, it just adds to the moment of, it makes him cooler. I think. And it works like, with their gimmick. Cause their gimmick is silly. Right. Exactly. So, so exactly. that works. I mean, I mean, if, if it was like, you know, House of Black or something, that's something screwed up, like it would be harder for them to just kind of go with it because they're very serious. It, it, yeah. Whereas like yeah. Jericho can look silly and that's fine. And he knows that. Yeah. Exactly. He knows Chris Jericho. He knows that character. It, yeah. Um. It, it, did you notice that there wasn't as much? Now, there still was Sammy Hate. But there wasn't as much Sammy hate. Yeah, I did. I think, I mean, this was a, like, this was like, he did a really great job. Like, he had a great match. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe it's because Ty wasn't there or because he was so good in the ring. But you're right. They didn't like, I mean, they, they still booed him, but it wasn't to the level that it usually, which, which, I mean, he, I know he's a heel, but like the, the level that it gets to usually is kind of, silly yeah i mean geez i mean the guy couldn't even like people just said sammy Guevara. And right <laughs> they would start to chant f you sammy like it was yeah and i mean he's good in the ring this was a great yes. match like he yeah, he did some match. like ridiculous things that were all very good so i understand he's a heel so yes it's good that he gets booed but they're booing him for like they don't like his personal life it's weird yeah or like people like they hate him, but they'll watch his vlog. Like, I don't understand that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, more power to them because that helps him in the long run too. But right. it's, I don't know why you'd put yourself through one of those things <laughs> if you don't like the guy. Um, but again, going back to what you were saying, speaking of amazing moves, when Sammy hit that like double jump cutter. Oh, that was, that was great. That was super cool. Like when right? Ricky was on the, on the ropes, yes. right? Like walking the ropes. Yeah, that was yes. really cool. It was almost the uh, uh, Randy Orton, like out of nowhere. 
Yeah. But the, like the camera, ju- like, but it was perfectly done. But like, yeah, you saw him in the frame for like a half a second. But right. it was very well done. And th- I think this was like around this, the dy- this same dynamite a year ago was when he had uh, Cody's last match in AEW and he did the cutter off the ladder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's his, his thing. His I like it. Oh, I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I realized that uh, because it was the one year anniversary going slightly off topic. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sammy's already getting booed like crazy. Um, yeah. Why didn't he in character take credit for running Cody Rhodes out of AEW? To be honest with you, I think it would have made him a baby face. More. Yeah, you're right. At the time, especially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah, like, <laughs> Sammy might've been the, uh, bigger than Mox at this yeah, point that's true. went out there and said he I, for, I forgot I forgot Cody was not very well liked in AEW <laughs> poor Code man <laughs> I mean the dude is only trying to solve world problems in a wrestling okay? <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean but he did all... he solved he did. so many global issues that have been yeah. plagued mankind for, for generations and then Cody had a wrestling match and a promo about it and that was all fine <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, also don't forget that in the middle of one of his promos, we found out that he was having a baby girl too. (laughs) (laughs) And it got pyro. And it got pyro. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if that dude didn't use his executive privileges, (laughs) (laughs) as corny as all that was, it still made AEW like, I mean, we made fun of it, but like, Cody was a name. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I don't think anyone else could have pulled that off. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Like, not that he was pulling anything off. Like, he was legit all about all that stuff that he was doing. But if it was anybody that didn't have a name to them, you would have turned the channel and probably never would have turned it right. back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really do love that you're right. He was like all in like he what this none of this was like him trying to be cheesy. Like he hundred percent was sold on doing these things. Yeah. It was wonderful. It was so and, great. And, and then he went to WDB and just did the exact same thing. And for some reason that like it does work there. Like it makes more sense for him to be there. But anyway. It it does. Uh anyways, yeah. Um did you see the heel win coming because I did not. I thought they might do that because they want this to continue. And I mean, if Jericho and Sammy lose all the time, then it doesn't really. There's no yeah, reason for them to keep for them to keep having matches. But I did. I, I was slightly surprised. Yeah, I'm mean, awesome. Like it was really well done. Uh, but I was I was a little surprised. I, I didn't expect that. Um, I still like this feud, and I will like it until Revolution. And it if it doesn't end there, then I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> it, is, it is a very fun feud, but yeah. If it so, ends there, good feud. I'm perfectly happy with it. Uh, yeah, Jericho needs, and well, in wrestling terms, this is like an average length feud. But for the way Jericho's been going, this is like real short. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's only going to end up being like two and a half months. Right. <laughs> He really needs, like, Tony Khan needs to sit him down and be like, okay, now you have to do a different feud. He's like, no, 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 we can have 15 more matches. No, you have <laughs> yeah, to stop. <laughs> you can have 15 yeah. matches with somebody else now, not the same person. And and that's the thing. Like, he totally could do that. 
like there's enough people on the roster now that if he would uh, just say go after, um, I don't know who he could elevate. I'm trying to think of somebody. Uh, mm, I don't know. I mean, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Someone. Um, sure. Somebody. I can't believe I can't think of anybody. And it's so do you. So do you think this ends with him and Ricky Starks having a like a big blow off match, or him and an Action and Ready having a big blow off match? Um, I think it's going to be him and Andretti, and it's going to be Starks and Sammy, just because Starks and Sammy are like the in real life really good friends, but right. like Indies together, and I think Tony Khan will give them the the like national television feud like just let them go at it that's yeah. my personal opinion I w- though that makes sense i would like that and it makes more sense um if you're trying to elevate people because ricky starks doesn't really need like he not not to say he doesn't right. need to be jericho but he doesn't need to be elevated as much as andretti needs to be elevated like if andretti beats sammy that's big but it's not huge whereas Correct. like ricky starks doesn't need to beat chris jericho to be a main avenger he already is right right yeah and he also i mean put it the other way like sammy doesn't need to like well not the beating starts would elevate sammy on the same level but like that's what makes it nice sammy yeah ricky being on the same level yeah makes sense i would actually be fine if that feud lasted longer like if the jericho and ready one kind of ended but starks and sammy had more of a thing that i'd be fine with that oh like let them just you know maybe till summer or something just like yeah have... not not super long and not right, like right. and not and but don't have like jericho or andretti like even really be involved in it they've moved on and like doing something else and then maybe sammy and and ricky can have because they could have like they could have a really good feud yeah oh totally they totally could um it, it's it's going to be interesting uh the, the next few weeks are going to say a lot and it, it'll be it's, well, it's just going to be interesting. That's all I could say. Um, yeah. it, the, we got a little video package next. It was uh, it was a little bit of a tearjerker. It was the the Jay Briscoe tribute. Um, thought it was insanely well done. Uh, kudos to whoever edited all that and put that together because that was really awesome. Yeah, I liked it because it was was it was not just his like in-ring career it was also about yes you know his there was his kids in it there was his family in it like it was it was him as a person not necessarily him as just a wrestler which obviously a wrestling was a big part of his life right but he has his whole it's a whole it was about his whole life which i thought was really nice yeah and it, it just it, it's still like so it's like a hard pill to swallow like obviously i didn't know the guy but just literally seeing him grow up. Yeah. Like I, I was telling my buddy John today, um, we were talking about it and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I started like as soon as Pittsburgh Comcast cable, um, as soon as we got ring of honor, I started watching it. So like the Briscoes weren't like brand new, right? but they were, I don't know, maybe five, six years in and like literally seeing them grow up like just watching ring of honor every week or it was just so fun and 
like hi i know i said it last week but like this was finally their moment all the years of staying loyal and they were getting the like recognition that they deserved and then something like this happens it's just it it actually crazy. really i mean this is like obviously not the most important part of all of this um but it really it's kind of it sucks that it took this for them to be on national tv yeah <laughs> like yeah. and i i understand that they there were reasons and yeah. we're not again yeah. we're not going to go into them everyone knows what they are right um but it does really suck that like yeah this was their big moment on tv but like it took something horrible happening for it to happen and yeah <laughs> like it would have been obviously better if they got to be on dynamite or national tv when you know jay briscoe could have been there to appreciate it yeah um and it's and be rewarded for it i mean like tony yes from what from what everything says tony khan wanted him there and a lot of people in AEW wanted him there so this is not a knock on AEW, and this is not even a knock on on warner because again it's their network they can do whoever they they want want. sure they can put on whoever they want it just it's it's unfortunate and it he was someone who especially because now they bought ring of honor um he was someone right. who who gave a lot to Ring of Honor was there and and didn't really get the big. I mean, he got some of the big rewards. He got the big matches recently. I mean, the last yeah. few Ring of Honor pay per views were obviously a lot bigger than recent. Correct. You know, pre AEW Ring of Honor pay per view. So he got that, um, but he never got you know a big TV moment. Um, so his brother did now, but it's just unfortunate that this is what it took. And oh, it was. Oh, it was just so emotional, like just seeing that um, and watching that. It was really well done, though. Um, it, it's oh, it just sucks. I mean, he was one of those people, like apparently, that just everybody loved. You yeah. know, like just the most down to earth human, and like yeah, when it was time to go into the ring, he put on like the badass face but he was like just a gentle human being and i don't know it in the wrestling world it seems like there's a lot of two-faced snakes and when somebody is nice they actually are very well respected and yeah like it gets it people take the time to tell you how nice they were so right someone even pointed out you know the situation that he was in where he made comments on twitter and was kind of not not allowed on television um he didn't at least openly complain about like he never complained about that he right. did he kind of took it he understood yes this is my situation and he knows that what he did and why he was there and whether or not he agreed with it doesn't really matter um he right. didn't he didn't <laughs> complain he could have went on the internet and ranted about it he could have went on a bunch of you know podcasts or whatever and bashed everybody um saying he didn't was unfair or what, but he didn't do any of that he just accepted it and kind of was you know trying to to be himself and trying to grow and happy to just be in ring of honor. It's, it seemed like he was, it didn't seem like he obviously would have liked the opportunity to be on an AEW, I'm assuming. Um, But he didn't complain. He didn't like, he didn't blame anyone else other than, I mean, I don't even know if he blamed himself. He just, he just accepted it and just kind of went with it. And like, dude, I was reading today, just going exactly to your point to tell you the kind of family that they are they donated to the woman that hit him to her GoFundMe. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Imagine that. I mean, first off, that to be to think of that in that frame of mind right now, like, you know, nine days ago, he was just hanging out at home. Right. You know, like, and then to think, like, oh, there's another family involved in this too. Let's, they're okay. Right. <laughs> And like, you don't know where, the, like, you don't know where they, like, like, where they were in life. Like, obviously, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying he was, you know, super well off, but he was probably decently well off. Um, right. I, I and mean, so his, his family probably took it as, oh, we don't know where they are. Maybe they, maybe she was like their, I don't know anything about her, but maybe she exactly. was, right. maybe she was like their top breadwinner. Maybe she made all the money for the family and now they're stuck without her. Right. So like, it, yeah, that's. Yeah. Like I said, to just be able to think that way in a situation like this especially so recently like it hasn't been yeah i can i can see feeling that way a year later or something but yeah it's only been you know just over a week yeah and unbelievable it's just kudos to the briscoe family i I was going to say their real last name but i forgot it (laughs) so anyways it's i don't know how to pronounce it it's pug puge pugh pugh i think I'm i'm not sure how they pronounced it I think it's like like a church pew. Oh, okay. Like, I I think, but I could totally be wrong. But yeah, uh, that was a great that was a great video. And great video. the show the show was a great show. Like the everything they did for for him and and I haven't seen you've seen part of it or all of it, I don't know. The the RH um special oh, yes. they put out. I haven't seen yeah. it yet, but from I, what I can tell that was also really good. Un- unbelievable. I, I sat down and watched it today. I figured uh, you know, wild and laid up with the knee, might as well watch it. It's uh, I'm, I'm just going to warn everybody: you 1,000% need to watch it. But um, you will cry. <laughs> yeah. One thought, like it, from beginning to end, you will be teary-eyed. Like yeah. you will be. It's 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 a tough watch, but it's good. It's fun. Uh, it, it was again it was really well done because they intertwined like they did their tribute show that they initially did that that was taped and then they did a, i think they put in three or four i think three of like jay briscoe and briscoe brothers matches intertwined with the other matches along with like sit down testimonials that guys and girls were allowed to just basically say like whatever they wanted and it was really well done but it's it's a tough watch because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna cry <laughs> yeah i've always said and this is not a knock I'm, I'm sure it's a great show i've always said though that it's sad that wrestling kind of has a format for what they do when a wrestler dies yeah. like it's it's sad <laughs> only only be, not that they're doing the, the the tributes because they obviously should but it's sad that so many of them have died that they, you know what to expect. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just yeah, all, it's, it's overall it's just all, sad. Yeah. That's, that's weird. It's, I, I never thought of that till this very second, like only in pro wrestling, is there like a quote unquote standard right. for a tribute show? Like, yeah, if, if it happens like in another sport, like first off the sport will probably shut down. At least right. the team will reschedule games or whatever. Right. Like, you know, what I mean? it's it's just weird. Like I never thought of it that way. Wrestling does have, and th- I think I'm not knocking anybody. That wrestling does have this, you know, show must go on mentality, where like every week there's going to be a show, 
no matter what. Yeah, that's another weird one that I I get it. I get it, and and I, and I I totally get that a lot of people want to wrestle, right? Like they want to go out and yeah, that's what they're yeah. used to, and and it would be weird for them not to. Like they'd probably be more upset not to wrestle than to to wrestle. So that's that's understandable. Yeah. Um. Well, going to talk about the show that we're we're covering here, like guess what some people on the internet were mad that mark briscoe was wrestling and he wasn't at home with his family but the dude has had one job in his life right and it was in a wrestling ring other than his family the closest people that he knows were there so yeah probably wanted to be like it was a sense of comfort to be around and I mean, wrestling is a job that you do because you love it. I mean, people have yeah. office jobs or whatever, and they do them because they have to, and they don't necessarily love the job, most people, right. right? But no one becomes a wrestler like, oh, yeah, I guess I have nothing else to do. I guess I'll be a wrestler. <laughs> like, that's like, no, right. you you don't do that. You would go get a different job if you just wanted to have a job, right? right. Like, wrestling is something that you love when you do it. So, yeah, you would, call, you would call in sick from a regular job, but you probably wouldn't have this not you in particular anyone right, right wouldn't have the same love for their you know nine to five job than that a wrestler probably has for wrestling because they obviously made it such a huge part of their lives like to be a, a professional wrestler at a high level you have to give a lot it's, so yeah. it's something that you clearly want to do and it makes sense that you would want to do it even in a you know bad moment yeah and and it's this and i mean even back to brody lee's uh tribute show like it shows the like uh the bond and the fan the, the bond that a wrestling yeah. locker room has yeah i mean like i said mark probably could not wait to get back in there like yeah the the camaraderie the just all that like that's to them that's where you want to be i don't know it's it's a it's a weird thing one of those that will never understand it because we don't think that way if that makes sense yeah like you know what i mean like i'll no i get it yeah i mean i i felt that way i think i talked to you about um like with athletes before like when when athletes have serious injuries like professional athletes yeah and i'm just like well why do they keep doing it because <laughs> they don't need to but like no they're different like that's what they they want to do yeah whereas i yeah. don't understand i don't necessarily understand that mentality if i was like oh i've had you know several ma- major injuries like i maybe would retire but professional yeah. athletes think think differently yeah it's it's i don't know obviously was never in the cards for me so (laughs) yeah so i'm i'll just yeah whatever we had the tnt championship match um next and it would have been hard to follow that uh little video package they did but buddy matthews and darby um they knocked the ball out of the park oh yeah definitely i i was um I was scanning through Twitter uh, as this as this match was happening, and some random person on the AW Twitter uh, <laughs> said that Darby Allen just defending the TNT title has given it its prestige back. 
Like, I think that was really the only thing wrong with Wardlow's run. I, he, I don't know if they just didn't have anything for him. It was like he won it, and then like we didn't see him for like three months. <laughs> yeah, I have heard, and I've heard the sentiment on the internet, and I, I agree with it. Um, first, yes, Darby Allen definitely. The, the title, for whatever reason, means more now that he has it. Yeah. Um, probably because he is defending it. Um, but the sentiment I've heard, which I, I do agree with from the people have said, there are some some guys in AEW where um, Tony Khan seems to not want them to lose very often. Someone like uh, Wardlow, for example. like he, does, he didn't want Wardlow to lose, but he also didn't want Wardlow to just go out and squash people. So... Oh. Okay. What do you do? I get that. Like, I get that that's an issue. Yeah. Um, and he could lose to Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe is another big guy who you don't want to lose very often. And I feel like that is kind of a problem with a lot of the, especially the, the you know, the larger guys, like a Hobbs or a right. Wardlow, or I don't think Tony Khan wants them to lose very often because it kind of, he, I could see how you could think that would ruin their image. But yeah. the opposite seems to be not putting them on TV, which also isn't great yeah um i i'm i don't know i'm just kind of at odds with that like I, they're they're young and you do want to see them every week but right like you said if i don't want to see them just because either like i want them to have something viable to do <laughs> right yeah you get that i mean that's the knock people have against you know like hook or jade right like that they don't have matches where you think they might lose like very rarely do you think jade Jade is going to lose a match at this point right like it's it seems very Very unlikely when she's in a match with you know sky blue or something that not a knock on sky blue but she's not going to beat jade um so i can see that that's a problem you get into when you have someone who's pretty dominant you can't just have them have squashes all the time because that gets old and then the opposite is have them have tough matches but does that hurt them if they're you know, have a match where they struggle, whereas their gimmick is supposed to be destroying right, everyone. The beast. Yeah. It is like the big double-edged sword. Whereas Darby can like do true. anything. Like Darby, Darby's whole thing is he goes and gets beat up a lot. So <laughs> I just watched. Um, I'll send you the clip after we're done. Uh, Darby was just on Tony. Ellis's podcast. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was it was Darby and Jamie Hayter, actually. And they were talking about AEW and everything. And, and Tony Hawk was like asking Darby, he was like, you know, are you um like are you allowed to do this stuff, like skating and stuff? Because right. like there's some professional athletes like that obviously Tony Hawk, he was like, Yeah, they'll call me up to come like skate at my park, but like we have to turn the cameras off and everything because they can't contractually be seen on a skateboard because right. they're obviously professional athletes. And if they like break and if they break their leg skateboarding, then like, yeah, right. Void their contract or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Darby was like, Oh no, man. Uh, Tony Khan, man. He's so cool. He was like, when I jumped my house on my dirt bike, we had, we FaceTimed him because he just wanted to make sure I didn't break my back. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Sting's at my house and he's he's FaceTiming. He's FaceTiming <laughs> Tony Khan, who was at a playoff game for the Jaguars. So like, the guy's <laughs> probably nervous enough as it is. <laughs> nice. And he's, and he's like, Sting just films. He's like, <laughs> he films him jump over his house on a dirt bike or something. 
And Tony was like, all right, did he break his back? He's oh no, he's walking, he's fine. He's like, okay, and he hung up the phone. <laughs> I also thought it was really awesome that Sting and Darby hang out. Yeah, I think that's great that Sting and like, Darby are like actual friends now. <laughs> yeah, like like you know, Sting's 63 years old. He's hanging out with Darby over the weekend while he jumps his dirt bike over his house. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Darby's 30. Darby's his age. Like, uh, I just love that they're friends. Like I love that that's like it, it's, it's amazing. It's great. It's amazing. Like that that they're actually friends. Like it's it's really cool. It it really is. And the the other funny thing in the video is um like they talk like he's talking about Sting and explaining how like like young people on the roster like tell sting like dude you don't have to do this stuff like we'll do it like you know like jump off the balcony right. or whatever you know and he's like ah no i got it and they're like <laughs> no like it's literally you don't have to like that's amazing at that point it's like not that we don't want you to you don't have to <laughs> like, i feel like maybe that's why he likes darby because darby just kind of does whatever he wants to so maybe yeah maybe that's like sting likes that and wants to be around it more i don't know it's really cool that they're friends it is really cool. And, but before we get into this match, I also learned Darby Allen is like, I learned so much in this. He hangs out with Diamond Dallas Page all the time, too. Like, we were wondering how his body stays, like, without getting hurt. Yeah. He's like a DDP yoga master. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, he says he, he goes, I forget where he says he lives, where Darby lives. But he says he goes to Atlanta, like, I don't know, a couple times a year. And he like does like the retreats that are like a week long. Yeah. And he just gets his body back in shape. And like, I was blown away. Like, I didn't think, not that I didn't think, I didn't think Darby was lazy or anything. Like, it just, I thought Darby was really lucky that he never broke anything. Right. Like, that kind of <laughs> makes a little sense. Yeah. That he could put his body through a little more if he's all stretched out. It still doesn't necessarily help when you throw yourself off a stage but correct yes. <laughs> or like a 30 foot ladder like your gravity will still win but right <laughs> but but yeah that makes a bit more sense yeah um anyways how awesome was it that buddy matthews had the darby paint on yeah that was cool I, that was really cool i love the house of blacks psychological games they play yeah, and when he pulled that hood off and he had the Darby paint on, that was just it was awesome. It was, yeah, oh, so fun. Um, again, how cool was it when the lights went out? Everybody knew that it was going to be Malachi, at least Malachi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Them just showing up in street clothes, though, I thought was super cool. That was cool. Yeah, and when when Ortiz came out and attacked it, I had no idea who Ortiz was until they said it was same, Ortiz. I was like, "Who's here. this guy just wearing brown? Like, who is that guy?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For a second, I thought it was a fan. Yeah, I thought just some guy jumped out of the crowd. Like, <laughs> because if you notice, like he hit Brody and like Bro like Brody like reacted but like didn't. So yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, that like wasn't supposed to happen." That and I was like, "Oh no, it's Ortiz." <laughs> yeah, and at the, and at the same time, Sting was getting involved, so they kind of cut away. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, they're cutting away because it's just some random fan." But no, it was it was Ortiz. <laughs> First off, just imagine an, another grown man do as hard as he possibly could with one of those canes, right. <laughs> and you just not like 
not even remotely selling it. Like yeah. Brody just kind of like shook his arm. Yeah. I was like, I would have still been crying. Like <laughs> 24 hours later, I'd still be sitting on the, at the arena crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ortiz jumping out was I, I, the levels to this feud are amazing. Yeah, uh, I really it, wonder where this is going. I was just going to ask you: does this does this lead to Sam coming back? I mean, if if he wants to come back, that would be great. Like that would be a good, really good ending to it, or a really good step to take. Yeah. I don't know because apparently Santana and Ortiz don't get along that well. Or weren't getting yeah. along that well at some point, so I don't know if they've patched things up or or what. But it would be really cool. Yeah, that would be. I was, was uh, excuse me, stumbling my words here. I was reading that, and that would be really sad if, like, a lifelong friendship ended. Right. Over. I don't know what it was, but it was like over stupid wrestling stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> wrestling booking, like basically, like yeah, they're upset like, about like where they want to be in their careers or something like that's a weird thing they'd fight over but yeah yeah i mean i get it though but i get it time, yeah it, like because if you don't want to be the best then why are you there like seriously right. yeah that's true and especially i mean they're not not that they're old but they're also not young right so if they want yeah if they it's not like oh we have 20 years to achieve our goals Ex- like no you probably yeah. don't right yeah exactly like, so. so um anyways uh, it was a, a fantastic match. Uh, Darby retains, and what? W- <laughs> what did you think of Samoa Joe's? Uh, I love Samoa Joe. His like king of of TV, king of wrestling. I, I it's yeah. a great gimmick. I kind of wa- I love Art Darby being TNT champion because he's making the title mean something. But yeah. I kind of want Samoa Joe to get it back <laughs> just so he can be the king of television again. Yes. <laughs> Two things that I absolutely love only in pro wrestling. <laughs> Why on God's name was Samoa Joe, who didn't have a match at any point in the night, <laughs> why, why was he sweaty? And two, why did he not have a shirt on? <laughs> and why was it clearly at Dynamite? Because there was like screens behind him. Like, yes. yeah, why was why was he there like in ring gear? Like, was he just like right. running around backstage in his ring gear? Yeah. It would be different if, like, he sent it, and clearly he was like in his house. That would make more sense, right? Yes. But, like, no, it was like only professional wrestling. A guy that had nothing to do would be without a shirt on and sweaty <laughs> to just to to challenge a guy to a match. Like, right? He, that's all he had to do is say, "Hey, you don't do anything Friday. Let's go." But no, he had to make this big to do about it. So yeah, it was great. Um. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I don't want Darby to lose, but I also, uh, I also love the King of Television. It's, I think it's great. Yeah, as long as he, I guess, it, as I guess, as long as he has the ROH TV title, he can still call himself or still true. like that. But yeah, I love it. I, I never thought Samojo had it in him to kind of be like a, he's a char- like a character type wrestler. Yeah. Like his whole thing was just being really tough and threatening people, right? But it's odd yeah. that like I'm surprised that he could have kind of like a gimmick, like that's a gimmick gimmick. Yeah and do a really great job with it it's it's fun it, it it's also kind of funny like we joked last week that adam cole was morphing slowly by the day into Shawn michaels right literally how, how does samoa joe look exactly like h somehow do you notice <laughs> that now too like just yeah, give him a bigger like put a beard on him and he somehow looks like triple h 
<laughs> it's not cut. Like it yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> That's true. Um, so is that on Rampage? That like when are they doing that? Or next week? I don't remember what they um, said. I think it's next week. I know I saw right. Rampage just messing around, but I yeah, I, I think it's because that would have meant Darby would have had to wrestle twice in one night. Right. So yeah, it makes sense that it's next week. week. Yeah, it's yeah. probably next week. Um. But then again, I don't know. Maybe Darby would be into that. Maybe Darby wants to have more. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's oh, speak, next Speaking day. of which, I want now. I, I was just thinking. I want. Did Danielson and Darby ever have a match? Oh, I want that uh, now. Oh, I don't know if they did. I don't think they have. I want that, and I want like the match to be really long, and then for them to be like, "No, I want another one," and then have another, and just like <laughs> do like a best of seven that they've just decided for no reason that they want. Like it has no, like there's no reason for it. Yeah, let's go. They just haven't wrestled enough this month, so like they feel the need to have more. Yeah, I would watch that. That would be great. That would be amazing. Wow, now I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, mate. I like. I just thought of it when you mentioned that he wants to wrestle all the time. Like, yeah, Danielson and him would be. They'd have great matches. (laughs) Just yeah, they would just be like the whole show. They'd go out of their way to like destroy themselves and each other, (laughs) but it would be great. Yeah, yeah, they could just. Oh yeah, let that happen. Um, we had Hardy Party and Jungle Hook and Ethan Page. We do not deserve Ethan Page. He is the best heel that isn't MJF right now. Yeah, um, him coming out and being like, "Oh, they played the wrong music." And they should be playing that. So that was great. Good. That was great. And just because he was the, he's been the opposite with this angle on uh dark and elevation where he's been like nice right and like he was like when because when they first started to tag like they would come out to his music and he was like no 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 let's do it come on hardy and like they started playing the hardy music yeah so then when it was on the big show he made him play his which That's was great. such an awesome move um i first off congratulations to hook he was the PWI Rookie of the Year, which I did not even know until they yes. mentioned during the match. Um, how like how is everybody that Hook tags with like how is it the greatest tag team of the moment? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, a little odd because you wouldn't think Hook would be like an especially good tag team wrestler, especially. It's a little odd also because I mean Jungle Boy Jack Perry just got out of like. They they right. transitioned him out of being a tag wrestler, so it's right. a little odd that they're both in a tag team again, but it works. And everybody loves them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kazan for a little longer. That's just yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little upset that that kind of just faded away. Well, that means it could come back though. That's true. <laughs> um, th- this match was solid. Um, it really didn't need to happen per right. se yeah uh, jack perry tapped out ethan page it was i don't know five ish minutes maybe it was less than 10 yeah um good match though um do you see like do you think it's over do you or do you see i think I, th- I think this particular feud is probably over i think that they they got to keep them i think they did this to like forward the matt hardy ethan page storyline yeah and i don't know what happens with jungle boy and and hook after this i don't think they continue a feud with with them 
but I don't know what happens with them next. I, I this was just me, and I thought of this last night. Can we get Jungle Hook versus Christian and Luchasaurus? Oh yeah, that would be good. That would be so. Yeah, good. I miss Christian. I hope he comes back soon. I, I mean, it's been a good minute. Yeah, he's uh, he did he have the same injury as Punk? I think it was similar. I don't remember what his actual injury was, but well, Punk's needed surgery though. Christians did not, correct? Well, it didn't, but maybe it did lay out. Like I think he stayed on TV to like finish up the Luchasaurus oh, Jungle okay. Boy feud, but I don't know if then he then he went okay. and got surgery. I haven't heard anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Like maybe well, he, he maybe he figured he could stay on TV for a while and just cut promos until that feud was over, and then and then they scheduled the surgery or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened okay. after that. Okay. Well, I'm I'm looking into that. Maybe tomorrow or something. I'll try to find out what's up with Christian. Keep everybody posted. Yes. Um, yeah, but I think I think Jungle Hook and their thing with the firm. I feel like it's over. They beat them both. They beat basically all of them at this yeah, point. I, so. Other than the guns, who are they still in the firm? Perhaps I'm not sure. But uh, speaking of the guns, yes, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I don't know if they're still in the firm or not. Um, it's a good question. Uh, they were though a part of the um, Billy Gun Family Therapy. Thing. It was really this was really weird. This is odd. So so odd. Because this, uh, like, there wasn't even therapy. Like the the therapist person <laughs> was there, just like asked one question and then said nothing. The rest, like, there was no reason for her to be there. Like this is yeah, and she can't like that could have been Renee and just yeah, just been a promo. Like they didn't need it for it to be like a, a therapist type thing. Yeah, and she kept making those weird, awkward faces. Of, like, yeah, like very reaction. over the top reactions, which no therapist yeah. would ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it also seemed like Matt not want to have any part of. <laughs> like he looks angry the whole time. The main thing I noticed: did the tag belts always have the champions' names? Like they always have a nameplate. Yes, I believe okay. so. I did. I don't. I don't. I didn't. This is the only time I noticed that they had nameplates. So maybe it's because they never show the tag belts that close. Yes, they did because when the Bucks won them, that's how they opened BTE one week. Oh, okay. It was them screw like the person was screwing their names on the I think the tag belts are the worst looking belts in AEW. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. They're fine. But I think the the other belts are all really good. And I think that they're, is true. Like the the world title is great. I love the the Auto Atlantic title. It looks great. The trios title reminds me of like a nineties WWF yeah. tag belt. So I like that. Um, TBS and TNT, like they're just logos, but I get it, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, the the current women's title's great. The the tag yeah, belts, like they're fine. But then, good point. There, I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not. Right, they are right. the, worst, the worst of a great set of belts. Like AEW's belts are all really nice looking, but I don't know. I don't love the belts. They're okay. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe we'll get some new belts soon. Yeah. Because those are the originals, like right. They, yeah, those are the original tag belts. Yeah, they've only updated the women's world title. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there have been like variations of like people got like different color, different color leather and stuff. Yeah, the TNT belt has changed. Yeah. After TNT. Brody Lee, and then they changed it a bunch of other times, just like the 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 leather changed and yeah and things. Yeah. Okay. And okay, well, yeah, maybe it is time for new tag belts. Um, but yeah, this segment, I agree. It was. It was odd. 
it was odd. It was dumb. Um, I don't even remember what it is. It just set up a match between them, right? Like it didn't. Yeah. It, it didn't do anything. Yeah, it really didn't do anything. Like this could have easily just been like a backstage promo. They didn't need to do a whole. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why the guns are necessarily feuding with um, the acclaimed again because they already yeah. did that. It's. I don't know. It's weird. I. I. To. to... The guns to me are. <sighs> it's going to sound like I'm like throwing them under the bus, and I'm totally not here. It like they're in a weird place, and I think they even understand it. It's like Tony Khan wants to do right by them because of who their dad is. Yeah, but they want their spot earned, and right. I think every spot people think they assume or people assume that they're just given right it's given to them so like they have to like doubly fight to get over i, I don't know like i because like they're semi over but like i just don't care about them like i i like to laugh at them but yeah I don't care they're, they're about like them. they're entertain they're entertaining enough yes but there's never been a time where i'm like oh where are the guns how come they're not on tv like i've never like the, if, yeah. look, this isn't even a shot at them, but they, if they weren't on for like a month, I don't think I would even notice. I, I'm yeah, totally. I'm right there with you. Like it's, it's not, I, I, they, and it's not, it's not like when they're on TV, I don't like them. Like they're fine. That's what they're, I was just trying to say. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I, I feel that they're in a bad situation that they're going to get through. I mean, but it's, I don't think the fans give them the respect that they deserve. Uh, just yeah, I mean, I guess they have is. to feud with the acclaimed because their dad is with the acclaimed. Yeah, but I don't know where this is going to go. Like, is is Billy? Do you think? I don't think the, I don't think this is ever the plan to have Billy stay with the acclaimed for this long. I think just the fans I really agree. liked it and it got over, so they kept doing it. Um, but I don't know what, like, what happens here. The, like, the guns aren't going to win the tag belts. I don't think. So well, see, I, I think this is. Well, this is going to be my opinion, which I was just going to say. I think they're going to win their dad. Yeah. Like, the Acclaim do not need Billy Gunn at all. No, they don't. Uh, so, well, the Guns really don't either, but it makes more sense to have their dad in their right. corner. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, the, I think the fans are going to be a little upset, though, because, I mean, daddy ass is over. Yeah. <laughs> So, long run, there. That's how they get Billy Gunn away from the acclaimed. In my on opinion. a on a strange note, did you notice? Yes. And I don't know. Maybe this is just time trying to brand him. They only refer to him as Daddy Ass and Billy. And I know when he first came to AEW, there was a problem with him using the Billy Gunn name. Like WWE didn't like it or threatened him or something. And then somehow it was fine for a while. And then maybe now it's not anymore. Like that, they don't really call him Billy Gunn oh. anymore. And I don't know if that's if that's because they're just trying to brand him as daddy ass because it's people like that, or if there's some new thing where he's not allowed to be Billy Gunn again. I don't know. That is only a only in the world where Vince McMahon exists would that be a problem right. in another company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. I and I this is me thinking like I watched it yesterday. I noticed they called him Billy and they called him Daddy Ass, but they didn't really call him Billy Gunn. And I was thinking, oh, is it because they had that DX reunion and AEW didn't oh. send him. Like, are they mad now? And now they're not going to let him use the name. I don't know. I don't know. You're probably correct. 
I'm just, I mean, if there's a pettiness, that's where it's going to come from. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, wow. weird segment, move along. Yeah, weird segment, moving along. Um, to last week, we joked about the the next match, uh, Brian Danielson versus... Oh, there was a Hangman Page from promo in there, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, it, well, I'm getting there. The, oh, okay. the next match was Danielson versus right. Cage. And uh, th- before the match, we had a backstage with Renee. Yes. Uh, who he... Well, Wheeler came out to challenge. Um, that was for Friday. Right. Where, but where do you think the... Uh, where do you think the Hangman stuff's going? I think that they they kind of suddenly just, oh, it's Moxley and Hangman next week. Like, they kind of just kind of threw that yeah. in. I feel like that's not going to be a definitive finish. Like, they'll get, it'll be like a double DQ or like a double knockout or, or something. Yes. And then they'll have to set up a stipulation match. Because it is weird to just be like, oh, it's next week. Like, it's a little, right. I don't know. I found it strange. Yeah, I, I did too. And I agree with you 100%. That's what I was going to say. We're not going to have, it's, it's going to go like a time limit or a double right. EQ or something. And, you know, we're going to, Tony Khan's have had enough of this at revolution. It's in a steel cage or it's or a false count anywhere. Falls count, yeah, last, last man, man standing, standing or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, they'll throw that in there and, it is weird that both now both Moxley and Hangman Page have been like, we're not cleared to compete, but we know specifically we will be by this date. <laughs> like, right. right. Like, how do you yeah. know that? How do you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. How do you know that Moxley's not cleared tonight, but in exactly one week, right. he, will, he will be cleared? It's the same thing oh. Hangman did. We're like, I'm not cleared right now, but by Los Angeles, I will be. Why? <laughs> why specifically (laughs) like your doctor is going to be like tuesday not cleared wednesday yeah definitely (laughs) yeah which is really awkward because that is the only day of the week you work so (laughs) very convenient that he didn't get cleared on a thursday he got cleared on a for a wednesday yes (laughs) um so yeah um we we now have that to to look forward to and it I don't know. It was just weird that they kind of, it seemed rushed. Yeah, definitely. Segment. Like, just because, like I said, they they announced the match and then they had that little thing. And then Wheeler Yuta coming out to challenge. It was, it was a little bit hectic, but yeah, it, we got through it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Danielson versus Cage. Uh, I, I, I don't know what happened, but. Ever this person that dresses up like Brian Cage is every week was not the same person that was Brian Cage a year and a half ago. Brian Cage really it's I'm 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 honestly confused. Not by <laughs> not by the fact that he's like a different wrestler, which I'm I am confused by, but I'm also confused by like he has a great look, obviously. He looks like yeah, he's huge. He's like menacing and huge and super built. Like he looks he looks incredible. Um he has like a series of really good moves. Like his, like the suplex he does where like he stands on the ropes. That's amazing. Like so cool. He has a series of like really great wrestling moves. His like personality is fine. Like he he doesn't cut promos or anything, but like he has a manager. So that's fine. Um, It's weird that he's not like, he hasn't, it's not really all together. Like you would think based on just how he looks and how he wrestles, he would be like a, a top star, but he's not. And I don't, and I don't know what it is. Like it's something still a little missing. 
and maybe he's like he's getting there he's getting better he's getting there yeah but sure. it does feel like something's something's a little missing i i i agree with that uh he's come a long way and i always i'm 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 very happy that uh AEW went and signed people like um Paul White and um Mark Henry because they're showing guys how to use their size. Yes. And I don't know if they had anything to do with Brian Cage learning how to use his size, but he has become more menacing. Like, like not to, I mean, I, this is going to sound awful when I say this, but like, I was never intimidated by Brian Cage. Like right now when he does his flexes and his things, but you're like, Oh, that dude's a badass. Yeah. He was just like a dude that was in shape before. And I know that's totally wrong. <laughs> and I know right. he's way tougher than me, but I don't know. Now he is, he seems more menacing. He seems like he is an obstacle that needs to be overcome. Yeah. And before. part of that is, part of it is, I think it's learning. I mean, he can do more than like an average big guy can do. Yeah, like he's a very, totally. he's pretty agile for his size. Oh, absolutely. Um, But I think, I forget which, which wrestler it was. One of the, someone like Mark Henry or, or big show or something. I forget who it was. Um, one of the two of them said that like, no, you have to learn that. Like, even though you can do those things, like don't do them all the time, do them when it's like, it's more oh. impactful. Like spend most okay. of your time being like a big menacing guy. And then when you throw out a, you know, crazy move, it's more impressive where if you're doing it all the time, it becomes like you being able to do those right. things is incredible. So it shouldn't ever become commonplace that you can do that kind of stuff see that that makes perfect sense because you know like brian cage can do like the moon salts and the stuff like you know. i think it was big show because i remember big show like when he came to wcw he could do like a a moon salt and a pretty good drop kick and like he could do a lot of agile stuff and i think it was it might have been hogan actually who told him like don't do that all the time which i think half of that was hogan not wanting to right. be upstaged by by him um right. but but part of it is correct like yeah you can't, totally. if you do it all the time it doesn't look as impressive and like i mean those old matches like whenever uh well he was the giant in wcw but big show whatever you want to call him like i remember when he drop kicked hogan like that was like an ordeal right <laughs> because he was like he was huge he doesn't do things like that right yeah, so that makes perfect sense <laughs> That's really cool. Um, anyway, uh, were you surprised? I because I, I even made a note about it here of how slow and methodical this match was. Like, N- not really, because really, I, I thought I thought Danielson might do that. Um, clearly, okay. I, 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 the way I think it happened is he's. I mean, he's kind of in charge of the match, right? He's Brian Danielson. Oh, so I, I right. feel like he he controlled the way it went, and there was a part of me that thought it would go that way because Danielson likes to kind of confuse you and if you didn't think that this was you if you didn't think that was going to be the match he was going to have that's the match that's, he wants to have well i, I bought it hook line and sinker yeah. i thought they were going to be a just like a brawl you know like, right and no it was i was very surprised i liked it though yeah um danielson gets the clean win but i mean everybody knew that there was going to be post-match shenanigans as we right. say like, I just knew that was coming. 
are. Oh, what a great ending. <laughs> the one the one thing I noticed during this beatdown was like Wheeler Yuta was there. They just showed him. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like they just they literally just showed him like before this match. So like why didn't he like he was there like he was there for no reason other than to like challenge Hangman. Yeah. So why did he not do anything? And I know they, they had I, I would have liked if I know him and Brian Danielson had kind of like a, a thing where they didn't really get along that well. Right. So if that's the reason, that's great. But they yes. kind of should have mentioned that being like, oh, where is Wheeler Yuta? Like someone should have mentioned that it was odd that he didn't come out. It, totally. But we did get the savior of the evening. Yes. Oh, Takeshi is amazing. I he's, mean, the, he's the greatest. He's, he's he, like the perfect person. He's literally the perfect human being. I love him so much. He like what just did not expect, and I think that's the whole point of the Wheeler Yuta challenge with Hangman was to let everybody know that he was there, right? So, like, oh, oh, wait, where's he at? Where's he at? Oh, Takeshta came out, so then that plants the seed of okay, like you just said, like, is there some dissension, right? Um, so where do you think? Takeshita goes in this. Do you think we see Takeshita cage? Yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know where he goes because I don't want him to face MJF because MJF is gonna win. And I, right. I've told you this, but I haven't yeah. told anyone else this. Uh, my my yes. ultimate dream here is Takeshita <laughs> is always around, and MJF kind of just avoids him always. He runs away from him. He says you're not important. He just and like this lasts forever, and then they right. kind of forget about it. And you're like, oh, that that was just a thing with Takeshita and MJF, and that's moved on now. And then, like next year, at the end of this year, maybe he Takeshita wins like the the Diamond Battle Royal thing, and finally gets his title match, where like MJF ran away from him for like a year. And then I want Takeshita, and now I want Takeshita to be AEW champion. Yes, I, I you you brought that up to me the other day, and. I in on this i want them to never wrestle for like a year <laughs> or eight months or nine months like i i don't uh, want there to be a match where like yes. mjf cheats and wins i don't want like I, I want them to not wrestle for the longest time and then when oh. they finally do takesh to beat them like pretty easily oh that would be so incredible i don't know if i'd be able to take takesh to losing though yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I never want them to have a match. I don't want them to have a match where like MJF hits them. Well, MJF hits them with the ring and beats them. Like, no, I don't want that. I don't want them to ever have a match until it's like he's ready so to be time. AEW champion, yeah. and then he takes it. Mm. I'm all in, dude. That that rules. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the next match. Um. Well, what. Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho. And I made a little note, which probably doesn't, it's probably irrelevant here in a minute, but do we think Britt is injured? <laughs> like, why do you think she was taken out of this? Yeah, it's weird. Cause they did say, I mean, I think Meltzer said today that like, Oh, whatever injury it was, isn't serious. She'll be back. So then I'm like, was she, yeah. Was she even actually injured or was that just there? Yeah. Were they playing into something to, I don't want to say just to give her the night off because I mean that that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, they could have just not booked her if they wanted to give her the night off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you know, it, were they just being extra cautious? Is this setting up something 
more. Uh... I have to say this this angle and this, I mean, the, in general, the women's division is po probably, I'd say not even probably is, for me at least, the most intriguing part of AEW right now. Like where they're going with this women's storyline yeah. of the, yep. the, you know, Tony Storm and, and uh, Soraya against basically everyone else. Like, I don't know where they're going with it. I think it's great. I think it's. I love it. It's probably the best story they're they're doing right now. I love it because yeah. I don't know where it's going and I don't know what's going to happen. And I ever all the matches are good. All the people involved are good. I I love it. it yeah, um, I I made the note too of I love that the announcers kept playing into Tony Storm and Soraya using the the homegrown right terminology. Like they and, making... and mentioned that oh Tony Storm knows Ruby Soho like the hinting that oh maybe yes. yeah yes like it was all in all there there was the most moving parts in this match like, yeah as far as like storyline went like there was a yeah. lot going on here um I I'm sorry but heel Tony Storm rules it's... oh yeah I didn't think she could be a heel but like in two weeks she should she's a really good heel I love it she's real good at it oh it's so good <laughs> I thought like she was too like friendly to be a heel but no she's definitely she's definitely good at it yeah I just didn't I'm with you like I didn't think I'd be able to buy it like yeah and no I'm all in on it she's awesome. I I know it's worked like I know it's wrestling and I even know yeah. how it's worked but that hip attack how is she not just destroying people <laughs> like, it makes zero sense to me. Like I know it's worked, and I know she's hitting the turnbuckles first. Like I understand how they work it, but like it just looks so brutal every it single does. time. It, it, I mean, I, it makes zero sense to me. <laughs> like I, I almost want to see it filmed with like one of those scientific high speed cameras, right? <laughs> film like eight hundred frames per second just to see. Like, how is she avoiding just, like, crushing exactly. someone's face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but She does yeah. it every match, and it looks brutal every match. And as far as I can yes. tell, like, no one's really got hurt by it. No. Like... No. It's, hey, that's repetition, man. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm with you, though. It, it's, it's the, it is probably the most brutal-looking finisher yeah. in pro wrestling. Like when she hit it on, on Dynamite with Ruby, I, I, I audibly went, ooh. Ooh, like yeah, it Ruby, was, Ruby sold it so Ruby well. Ruby sold it well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so fun. Um, about halfway through the match or so, uh, Brit's music hits, and it was just stand at the top of the ramp, distract her long enough so Ruby can get the pin. And then she just walked away. I mean, obviously that's setting up, excuse me, that's setting something up, but were you expecting a promo from Britt? Because I was, I was expecting. Yeah, I thought something. maybe, I, I think basic, what I thought she was doing is she's trying to put some dissent, like she likes the dissension between right. Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. And she was trying to play that up because everyone's first thought, my first thought at least was that, oh, Ruby's going to, when it was a triple threat, my first thought was Ruby's going to turn and join. Yes. Tony and Soraya. So I feel like this was just Brit's way of like laughing at their, like the fact that they don't get along. I still think Ruby may turn. Um, oh, okay. And it's going to like, it, it won't happen right away, but like, you know, I could see Brit trying to win her over and then Tony and Soraya being like, but you know, Brit, right. You know, you can't trust her. <laughs> you could trust us. 
we've we've go way back. We've known you for years and trying to like win her over. Um, but yeah, but I don't actually know where this is going, and I think it's great. Same here. Uh, do you, I mean the rumors are starting to to pick up some steam now? Are we gonna get a women's blood and guts? I would love that. That would be great. Uh, I, I, dude, it's gonna be amazing. I hope it happens. Um, yeah, definitely. And but I hope it's the only one. I hope they don't have two in one night. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like I so hope they don't have me. a men's blood and guts yes. and a women's blood. That's too much to have in one. If they did them like they spaced them out, like maybe the men's blood and guts match is like a couple months later, fine. But I hope they yeah. don't do like two on the same show because that's a little much. Yeah, that would be. Oh man, that's gonna be good. But it'll be good. I hope they do it. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, MJF, he had to give his little two cents it, and he had a little backstage promo <laughs> to announce Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Yes, and the way uh, he started the promo. Yeah, I. <laughs> little much. Yeah, little much. Not not really necessary. <laughs> And and not like in connection to anything else he was talking about. Like he just threw that out there. Like there was no need for it. <laughs> that, that's very true too. H- have you looked into Timothy Thatcher at all? Um, I just know of him. Well, like I, I I did not know anything about him until this morning. And apparent, well, he worked at NXT. Um, he worked for WWE, and apparently. Uh, he's he was known by the higher ups as the the ratings killer because yeah. every every one of his segments they said underperformed. So you know damn well that's why they're giving him a match with Danielson, right? Right. <laughs> like it it, it kind of sucks that these guys be being used as a pawn, but <laughs> I I mean they obviously have faith in him too. But right, I, I don't know. Like I I really hope it's a banger for his sake yeah but this one is a little too unknown for me like i i mean if you watch nxc you know who he was i did not watch nxc so yeah i i, I don't mind it the only thing that i i think was weird about this this angle is this isn't mjf picking people to face brian danielson like like with jericho when he was like i'm gonna choose your opponents and i can pick right. anyone and like that made sense but this is like Apparently, this is supposed to be so Danielson can become number one contender. One contender, and right. they even mentioned on the when, when during the Brian Cage match that like, oh, if Brian Cage wins, he could say he's number one right. contender. So like, this is supposed to be the top ranked guy, like MJF making him face like the other top ranked guys before he oh, yeah. gets. So, what, so what's Timothy like... Thatcher doing? He's never <laughs> even been in it. Like, why is he there? <laughs> Right, like, not not like, that he's not a good wrestler or anything, but like what he's never been in AEW. Why is he like what if he beats Danielson? Does he get a title shot all of a sudden? Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it is very weird. I mean, the match will be good. It's fine. Like like we've said a million times, either of yes. us could have a match with Brian Danielson, and it would be fine, right? So like an actual wrestler can can clearly have a like. You, I don't think you could have a bad match with him, um, but I don't. I yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah, it's going to be probably fun. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be great. But like I said, I just don't know enough about him. But like I, I did know that he was known <laughs> from the other companies, the ratings killer. So I hope so this he... is the second last one, right? Because they said February eighth. 
So yes, next week will yeah. be the second last one. I wonder if the last one is, is it a big deal? Or are they going to be like, oh, the last one is Wheeler Yuta. Like maybe they'll make him I, face his own, his own team. I don't know. That would be interesting. Um, I said from the beginning, I think the last one's going to be Nick Aldis, but right. I don't know because they never had their match. They were supposed to have the match at Forbidden Door and they didn't. Wasn't that, so. um, wasn't he supposed to have the match with, what's his name? It's Forbidden Door. Uh, not Osprey. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Why do I, I not know this? I thought he was supposed to wrestle. No, he was supposed to wrestle. What's his name? Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., wasn't he? Oh, it could have been Zack Sabre Jr. Maybe that's I think it was I'm supposed thinking. to be Zack Sabre Jr. Okay, that's who I'm thinking of then. Because then, then he faced then he faced Claudio, right? Yeah, yes. Zack Sabre Jr. That's who it was. So that's this whole time I've been telling, I've been saying Nick Aldis. That's how I met. I met Zach. <laughs> I'm totally dead serious. He's the English guy that wears a leather jacket, and right. it's totally not Nick Aldis at all. <laughs> I mean, he's an English guy, but yeah, he's wow. I'm an idiot. Hey, I'll admit that. Wow, that made my day. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that would Zach make sense. Junior. That would make sense. <laughs> wow, I wish we would have never figured this out and then when they announced Zack Sabre Jr. I could have told you like dude when I've been telling you Nick Aldis no, that's who I meant <laughs> wow or is it gonna, it's gonna be some someone like it's just gonna be someone on the AEW roster like they're gonna pick like I don't know Ethan Page or something just to have him I don't know yeah it, it's it's gonna be interesting uh I think it you... might be Wheeler Yuta and like he might he might make him face someone else in, in his own group I mean that would be fun uh, yeah, would, I mean it would make a lot of sense. Uh, where, who was the last one Jericho had to fight? Was it like? It was. Was it Hooventude? Was it? Was it Hooventude? And then I okay. think it was Wardlow. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. Because I know he had to do Hooventude, and then he did what's his name, Nick Gage. Or Nick Gage, then Hooven too, then I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it, it was Sean Spears, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler. It was all the pinnacle. Then Wardlow, then Max. Oh no, that wasn't it. Now that's I was reading that's what they originally said it was supposed to be. But then they oh, made okay. it other people. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> moving right along to we had a very special main event. Um who the main event, it was requested by Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe. They wanted to have a match in memory to of Jay Briscoe to honor his life. And uh, they went they went all out. They had Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman on commentary. Bobby Cruz is the ring announcer. Uh, and just the whole... Like the whole atmosphere obviously kind of changed a little bit, but like, yeah, it it, uh, it was it was heavy, but it was also like semi therapeutic to yeah. Um, first of all, to speaking of the ring team, kudos to them for having a match, um, calling a match that was in the honor of Jay Briscoe yes. featuring Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal, and not screwing yeah. that up. Very 100%, often, like yes. that was, I, I think a couple times they did say Mark Briscoe and Jay Briscoe, which is totally understandable. Right. Um, 
but yeah, kudos to them for having a J and a Briscoe and a J and but yeah, not right. <laughs> not mixing not mixing that up more than they did. So yeah. Um, I was ha- like I I I obviously didn't watch ROH. I didn't watch too much of of Jay Briscoe's matches during this whole match. I was just I was like happy. I was smiling through it. Like you know that they this is what they really wanted. Yes, and yes. this is and they told a great story. And yeah, like totally. I was. Like the last half of the match, like I was just like smiling when it was on, being like, "Yeah, you know, this is what they wanted," and they were getting it, and it was it was great. It, it was um, like Mark was on fire from the get go, and was... him like frequently trying to to do Jay's um, M- finisher, finisher, yeah, oh. and not getting it, and then you knew, like, you knew he was going to get it eventually, oh yeah, and it was yeah. going to be great. <laughs> um, but the whole like he teased it, I don't know, four or five times. And every time yeah. you're like, is that it? No, that's not it. Like it really got like <laughs> it was it was such a well like booked match too, especially because it was it a was. it was not a storyline, obviously. It was a you know kind of a, a memorial match. Um yeah. but they put they put a story into it that was really good. It, yeah. Um and lethal getting tore up before they locked up like Tim holding back the tears. That was yeah, that was Oh, that was tough. I think the segment they did with the chops in the corner where, where they yeah. traded chops, I think that was to kind of get him into it. Like he, yeah. I, fe- I felt like he was obviously like very emotional and like it's hard to have a wrestling match when you're that emotional about something. So I feel like the chops was kind of like, okay, now we're kind of smart you up. Okay, now you're in the match. Now I have to do a match. Okay. That's a good point. Like that's actually very great, very good call. Like, because yeah, he was like, really like he was really he was tearing up. He was obviously yeah. upset. Um, yeah, you know, like quote unquote, whip him into shape and just yeah, like hey, come on. Oh, and you know, oh. Mark wanted to have you know an insane yeah. match, and he, and it was. I was just gonna say, and oh my goodness, was it? Yeah, uh, it was a fantastic match. Um, the 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 way they ended the show. Uh, first off the first thing that i noticed was it really made you think like or made me realize how insanely wwe's roster is right because like when everybody came out and it, it like there was like 50 people yeah i mean like, I, half of the like obviously some people weren't there right but yeah but it just like really made it's like wow when wwe does just like three thousand people on stage. right yeah <laughs> like, uh but that uh, going up that ramp had to be so hard for Mark Briscoe. Yeah. Like first off, there is a 35 foot tall <laughs> digital board of a picture of your brother. Right. And then and, all your friends crying at the top of the ramp. Like, right. Oh, that had to be. But he like, he did it. And like in character, not in character, but like he went up and hugged everybody, obviously. But then yeah. like he like he went and he held the titles up. Like the fact like I love that he had both tag titles too. Like that was yes. so that was so great. Yes. That was so cool that he had his brother's title with him. Like oh. oh. It was I, it was the match was like it was perfect. It was what they needed to do. Yeah. Like for themselves, not for me. I obviously I, I don't know them. Um, but right. you could tell this is right. what they wanted to tell that Mark especially really wanted to go out and have just an incredible match and wanted to have, you know, a moment to, to talk 
to his brother at the end where he said something, you know, he, he, he spoke to the kids and he spoke to mm -hmm. the, the family. You could tell that he really, he got everything he wanted, I think, out of this yes. match. And, and from what we can tell now, he's allowed on AEW, which is unfortunate that this is how it's happened. Yeah. Um, but if I feel like in, if this, I don't get, I'm not him, but if this was it, like if this was it, like if he never yeah. got to be on TV again, I think this is what he wanted. This is how he wanted it to go. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, it, he he did. He said what he had to say, and yeah, he had right. a great match. He you know respected his brother. He had a lot of callbacks to his brother, and it was it was great. It really it really was. I personally, it reminded I mean, me a little bit. And I know it's awkward to talk about now, um, but when when Bret Hart was in WCW and they went and he had a match with uh, Chris Benoit, kind of in memory of oh, Owen. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was obviously Brett was going through a really hard time, and they had a just an incredible match in memory of Owen, and oh, wow. you could you could tell that he like it felt he felt better for it like it for, right. like they're wrestlers right whatever whatever they feel is is a little different than what everybody else feels right um and you could tell that like him having that match for Owen really kind of kind of helped him, and I think wow. Mark Briscoe having this match for his brother like this is this helped him. Like Definitely. obviously, obviously the situation is awful. It's not going right. to fix it, but I think it it helped him, you know, emotionally deal with it or or yeah, feel a little bit better. Not better, but like I don't know, feel something. A little normalcy. Yeah, like when when that twenty minutes that he was in the ring, like I mean, I'm sure as much as he was thinking about his brother, he was also just in that moment, you know, and. I was super it, impressed that they like had a story to the match. Like I didn't even like that. They, they were in the, yeah. in the state of mind to like put a really, a really good story. And like, I, I, I fully expected them to like, just go out and have, you know, a match and try to have it be the best match possible. But like right. it had a story to it. Like it was, it was really good. It really was. Uh, I, personally, I don't think Mark Briscoe is done. Uh, no, I think he said today that he's not done. I think he said that he's... Oh, okay. He made that official. He, he had a comment, like, I think he put on Twitter or on a podcast or something that he said that, like, no, now he's doing it for his brother. That's amazing. I really, really, really hope he gets with FTR and they make a run at the trios. Yeah. Oh, that, that just... That's all yeah. you need for the story. Like, oh, please let that happen. Yeah. Um. So all in all, it was a great show. It was an emotional show. Uh, it was a. It was a roller coaster of a show. Um, but it. They got to do what they wanted to do, which. Um, in the end, as you said earlier, it, it sucks that. It it had to be this for, for them to for him to be able to do this right uh but also much credit to the fans for speaking up and saying hey this should happen and if you know if people send emails and call i don't know who got the mind changed but yeah i really wonder what happened backstage if it was like tony khan or aw really pushed for it or if warner brothers just saw the warner discovery saw the yeah, response I, that people had and it was like, oh, we we made a mistake. We need to fix it. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, whoever changed that, you know, much credit to you. You, You're a human being and yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, just a, a good show. We, we have some, uh, kind of know somewhat of what's happening tomorrow but not everything's listed yet uh yeah and next week's dynamite seems like it's going to be crazy uh look un- unbelievable uh dynamite looks nuts uh we we got a date for pittsburgh and uh uh april 19th for dynamite that's awesome that's awesome yeah i know i'm i'm i oh, i just had a meltdown last night during the show and that flipped <laughs> well i was like oh my god I'm I'm gonna not allowed to drive for twelve weeks, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that falls in twelve week period. If I'm not allowed in the car and I have to miss this, <laughs> I really won't complain because I'll sit at home and watch it on my couch. <laughs> but, but still, yeah. But still, I will be so upset because more than likely something awesome will happen. And I'll be like, yep, stupid me. <laughs> is it in that. the same? Is it in the same building it was last time or? Yeah, so that yeah. actually, actually kind of makes me happy too because I was like, oh, thank God. It's like, <laughs> I'll be totally okay if I miss this show. They're not They're sucks. not doing it at like the, the PPG paints where you'd have to miss that, yeah. Right. Though I was already, I've already sent a text to my niece and I was like, hey, I might be parking at your place in Uber <laughs> to <laughs> Oakland because <laughs> she lives on the south side. Not well, Yeah, you were in Pittsburgh. You, you went yeah. to the south side, correct? Okay. Yeah. So my niece lives very close and they have parking. So nice. Yeah, I might uh, might do that if I'm allowed nice. to drive. And I've heard they moved the the Winnipeg show. It's supposed to be it's back to Wednesday now. I mean, there was there was going to be a Tuesday show. Oh, yeah. They moved. Nice. They it was like due to the NHL, I think. But I think then something something's changed and they moved it back. So it's a regular it's a regular Wednesday again. Interesting, interesting. So yeah, good stuff's coming up. Yeah. Well, we've been we've been doing this weekly segment now of giving each other homework assignments. Yes. And uh I, I messaged you yesterday or day before yesterday and I threw an assignment out there for us. Uh I, I I'm a weekly watcher of Dark and Elevation and I noticed that they now storylines and stuff. And I propose the question to you, if you were able to not necessarily revamp the shows, but if you were able to book the shows and do your own thing, what would you do to improve them or whatever you want to do to them? They're, they're yours to do. So, right. All right. So I have a few points. I have a few points. First of all, um, I would somehow I can't even think of how necessarily, um, but I would Perfect. differentiate more between the two shows other, because what's the difference between dark and elevation other than where they're taped and when they're taped? Like, is there, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, the, there really isn't. Uh, yeah. And they're both under the, like they're, they're, it's really called dark elevation. Right. And then there's yeah. dark. <laughs> right. So I would get, yeah, I'd get rid of that. I would just make an elevation. <laughs> yes. And just yeah, dark and elevation. It's not to be called dark elevation. Um, yes. I would differentiate between the two of them. I would have dark be dark. Like it would be the matches that happened before or after oh, Dynamite like and Rampage. Okay. Like it would be the dark matches, which exactly. I think is what it was originally supposed to be. 
And then Correct. I would I would have elevation be um you know guys who aren't gonna be on TV, you know, new mm-hmm. new new talent or young talent or people who aren't signed. Um that would be elevation. That'd be them elevating, basically. Hmm, um, yeah. And and my plan would be to have them kind of be the shows for the hardcore fans. So right. I mean, obviously they are now they're a niche audience now. I mean, right. the, the, the million people that watch Dynamite aren't watching Dark. Um, but I would I would kind of have, you know, like on BTE, they have, they don't necessarily have their own storylines, but storylines kind of develop there or, right. or move forward there. Like you'll, you'll hear them talk to, you know, Hangman about something that happened on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you don't need to know that. Like you don't have to watch BTE to, to follow the storyline. Like you can, you can watch Dynamite next week and, and still Correct. know what's going on. You don't need to watch it. But if you're someone who wants to know all these little details, if you're like someone who wants to know, oh, how did Hangman feel when someone else cut that promo? Right. Like, then you'd watch BTE to get that extra information. I would try to do that on on Dark and Ele- Dark and Elevation. Um, have them kind of be like the the bonus episodes. Like, oh, if you really want to know, nice. you know, how yeah, someone yeah. feels or you know small story beats like maybe hangman cuts a promo or hangman has a match on dynamite and then uh on elevation he'll cut a promo or he'll have an interaction with someone right that you don't necessarily need to see it like you could still follow dynamite and not be lost but if you if you watch dark they'll be like oh yeah i knew i i thought that might happen because i saw him cut that promo or i saw him you know he was backstage watching that match with whoever like throwing yeah, yeah, a little yeah. extra stuff in there. Um, I like it. Another thing that I would do is I'd have something exclusive to the shows, not necessarily a yes. title, um, but something that's exclusive to them, like a type of match or uh, oh, you okay. know, even for a while, a wrestler, like maybe you only see Danhausen wrestle on, on dark or elevation and not, I wouldn't take that as a, you know, a demotion for him. Right, like he'd right, still right. be on dynamite, but if you want to see him wrestle, you have to watch Elevation. Right, you have right. to watch. Have to watch Dark. So that would kind of make it a, a bit more interesting, like something you'd have to watch. Um, and on that note, I would also book stuff. I know it's harder because they tape in advance. Like they tape a right. lot of episodes in advance. Like they're not taping every week necessarily. But I would have them book at least maybe the main event of shows in advance, and then they could promote it on Dynamite, being like, oh, you know, if you want to watch. Uh, John Moxley face, you know, Sammy Guevara, it's going to be on dark this week. And yeah, the rest of the card, they might not know, but on right, dynamite, right, you right. can like how they plug, Oh, this is coming up on rampage plug. What's coming up on dark. Even if it's not a, a huge match, even if it's, you know, two mid card guys or two low card guys, like plug that on dynamite in advance so that, you know, to watch that show. Um, and then my other thing, I have a lot, I have several points. Good. Um, I would say make them do something to make the matches mean more as opposed to just being dark. I, this is primarily for, for elevation um, okay. would be, which would be like the, the young guys show or the guys who aren't on TV regularly show um, maybe not rankings. Cause the rankings didn't really work when they had them in a, in on AEW, but maybe like the, the records, you know, they keep everyone's record. I, oh, yeah. My thought was at the end of each month, you know, the person, the man or the woman with the best win loss record on elevation would get a, a TNT or TBS title match on dynamite or rampage. 
um oh, okay. they might not win obviously but like, i mean once in a while they might win but say like right, right. someone like action and ready right like he's he's been on elevation for a month and he's gone undefeated so yeah now he gets a title match when it when when dynamite yeah, rolls dude. around like the first of the month or something he would get a title match um so that you would watch it so that you could see oh who's going to be the next tnt tournament to tnt right. challenger who's going to be the next tbs challenger i want to see because oh i heard this person has you know they've they've been undefeated for two months on on elevation so i have to see what they're going to do because i know they're going to be on dynamite soon so i want to see them in advance um and then my last thing was just talk about them more you know on rampage or dynamite like they talk really about what it. happened yes. on the show i mean they have like a ticker that runs at yeah. the bottom on dynamite but like I'd, i've never paid attention to that really <laughs> um it's so so talk about them more. Be like, oh yeah, Britt Baker's in a match now, but her match last week on Dark, and like show a clip of that match, so that yes. you can be, oh yeah, Britt Baker did have a really good match on on Dark last week. Maybe I should watch Dark because they have those matches. Whereas right now they kind of exist in their like they matter, sort right. of. Like they'll Kinda. say once in a while they'll say, oh you know this person beat this person on Dark, but like they don't really matter because they never. They don't like that. If something happens on Rampage, they'll talk about it on Dynamite, right? But if something happens on Dark, it's kind of just like like the Ethan Page, Matt Hardy stuff. They've never mentioned it on right. Dynamite or Rampage, really. Other than that, it exists. So like, show a clip, like it's yeah. So a two minute clip of like what happened on Dark this week, just to get people to pay. Oh, I I heard there was a you know a great match on Dark, or there was a great match on Dynamite. They showed a clip of it on on Dynamite, so I'm gonna watch Elevation next week. Um, just just you know little stuff. They're obviously they're the YouTube shows. They're not yeah, their top programs, but I would like to see them not be developmental, but be like where you can see stuff that you couldn't necessarily see on Dynamite and Rampage. I I 100% agree with you. Uh, yeah, that that's they definitely need something to that point uh, it, it's the the effort is there from the talent but yeah the effort isn't there from the company because my thought was it should be you know people people knock oh you know sammy uh not Sammy, like say someone like uh eddie kingston hasn't been on on dynamite in weeks he's only been on dark like he's dark been, like it's he's a been bad thing he's been like demoted Right. Yeah. But I don't see, I think there, when people picture a lot of the time, it's WWE people, people who watch WWE a lot, Correct. which again, understandable. WWE has been the one company for 20 years. Right. So you're used to the way they do things. I don't think dark and elevation are like their, you know, main event or whatever airs on like Saturday mornings or exactly. I don't even know when, they, I don't think that's where it is. I picture them more as like Sunday night heat. Whereas like, they're not, they're not the top show obviously or like yeah. wcw saturday night like it's not nitro it's not thunder but like it's also it's a, it's an important show it matters it's not a b show it's not like where you go if you don't get on tv you can't get on tv right it's just another show that they have yeah I totally they agree. they have to position it more like that where like oh yeah sammy guevara hasn't been on dynamite in weeks but he's been on dark every week and that's not a bad thing that's like where he's just happens to be wrestling right now yeah, I, I'm 100 percent because like even the 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 rampage I went to, they taped dark before it, and like guys like Eddie Kingston, Dark Order, and people who like the crowd wanted to see were on dark, 
Right. But like their matches weren't matches. I mean, they were they were matches against people you even didn't know or like local talent or like. Right. That's. Yeah. They weren't like there was no. You weren't really invested in it because you're like, oh, yeah, Eddie Kingston's going to come out in two minutes. He's going to beat this guy and the match is going to be over. Right. So like have it be <laughs> have it be a little bit more meaningful. Like you could have local talent on the show, but make it a bit more meaningful where there's stakes like, oh, if this guy wins, you know, he gets he's now on a winning streak and he's going to get somewhere like have it just mean something. Yeah, totally. And going back to what you said, you can do, you know, the, the AEW guy or girl isn't going to win every week. Right. You know, you could throw in the indie local talent that nobody has ever heard of and have them wrestle on a dynamite because they upset, you know, like, Right. Yeah. Uh, do that. Like, that would be great if, like, yeah, they have, you know, a local talent beats, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, Will Yuta. I don't know. Just right. Whoever. Right. Yeah. That, and dude, and now they're cool. on Dynamite because, like, oh, yeah, they, they like, that's why I would kind of position Elevation is like the place where you see the people who are going to be on Dynamite. Like, they're like not a yeah. tryout, but like they're going to be on Dynamite soon. Like, they will yes. be on Dynamite, whereas Dark is like Dark Batches. Um, so, like, yeah, if, you know, Samoa Joe or someone loses to a local talent, then they get to be on Dynamite next week. And maybe they won't win, but that's their reward for beating someone right. on elevation. And that's why someone like Samoa Joe or whatever would be on elevation because they want to face, you know, up and coming new talent. They want new talent, like position it that way. Like, oh, you're on, you're not on elevation because you're not good enough to be on Dynamite. You're on elevation because you want to face new talent you want to face up and coming people you want to right. something like that yeah like oh i beat everybody here like i have to go there right i can face somebody new every week like, right they don't even yeah. have a roster almost like right yeah that's awesome dude that rules yeah that's just my thinking like they're all, they're obviously not going to be dynamite and rampages because they're not on tv but they they could be like i don't watch dark and elevation very often i'll watch them sometimes but I don't watch them on like a regular basis. Um, See, I'm that nerd. I watch them every week. So if they made them a little bit more meaningful, I feel like I I would. It, it, see, I I I mean, I do watch them every week, but I'm I'm totally with you. Like there are some, like I, I can't remember when it was. It was literally like it was right around Christmas ish. Uh, so it was either before or after Christmas that there was just an episode that was so bad that it was on. <laughs> and again, not taken from the talent, they're putting their bodies on the line, but it, it was, I could have cared less. I mean, I kept it on, right? But like I was on my phone. Yeah. I was, sometimes like, I'll put it on as like background stuff while I'm like cleaning yeah. up or whatever. Like it's just on in like, I don't put, I don't put as much attention to it as I do to like dynamite, obviously. Um, yeah, but th this new thing that they're doing with the storyline, though, I, I do, I do dig. So yeah. So um, what are what are your ideas? Well, uh, first and foremost, we're going to say everything you said was awesome. Like if they took a third of what you said, that would be a huge improvement. Yeah, I really um, liked the idea of, and I'm promoting my own idea, but I really liked the idea of like whoever wins the most matches in a month gets a title shot. Cause that makes it. That's super cool. Yeah. I feel like that's more that that's an instant way to make it meaningful. Like, Oh, 
and then the, you could have you know two guys who are both three and zero, oh, and they face each other in the last week of the month, and like whoever wins that is gonna. So you oh, would watch, so like, yeah, to make the stipulation of like you know, one of these guys is gonna be one's right. got to win. One, oh, that's awesome. And if yeah. he wins, he you know gets to face Darby Allen next week, so people will watch it. Oh, I want to know who's gonna face Darby Allen next week, so you right. watch it. Man, dude, that rules. Um, I would do mine a little different. All uh, right. Just for, well, just to change it up too. Uh, but I, I, everything you said was 100% awesome. Thanks. Um, personally, with me watching, like I said, I will get lost. Uh, like there are just sometimes like, and like you just said about the local talent thing, no disrespect to them. That's awesome for them that they're getting to do this. Right. But if, you know, if I see some, if, if somebody doesn't get an entrance first and foremost, right. obviously they're not going to win. And, and then, especially if it's like against a like Claudio or something, you know? Right. So what I would do, I would just give it a little more consistency. Um, if you're going to have like local talent and stuff like that, I would have local talent face other local talent. Oh and, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And just make it like, not necessarily ranking system because we saw how that worked, but kind of like a ranking system where like, Oh, first off, I'm sorry. My biggest point is I I would use elevation. Elevation is your stepping stone. Right. Uh, If we're going to rate the shows, that's the bottom of the barrel. Like that's, if you're a rookie, that's where, where you're going to be. Not necessarily like developmental, but if you're green, if you're, you know, just, maybe even coming back from an injury, you go just right. to get your reps almost. Um, but it would also have its own bottom, mid, and top card, and it would have its own belts. So people get used to working. Like, even if you're on elevation, there's still going to be a main event. Right. Like, to get those people used to working that way. Um, and just the small things that someone might not know, like, how we were talking about earlier um mark briscoe had his brother's belt and at the end he sure he held up both belts and stuff like that if somebody's green they might be too worried about everything else to think about putting the company over right you know what i mean like by the time you get to the big show that should be second nature so to just teach them the fundamentals of being on television yeah on on elevation then you take dark and make dark a little more serious um but then you start over like you would have the former champions uh say like every year um whoever whoever the champions are get bumped up so the champions on elevation move up to dark the champions on dark get moved up to the quote-unquote main roster and if you do things that way, everybody knows everybody, like fan wise. Right. And you never have the situation like, and I'm sure there'd be some people that would just watch, like, how there are some people still to this day that only watch NXT. They don't like WWE's product, but they really like NXT. Right. The, the, the loss in translation comes is whenever you stop appeasing those fans. So, if you kept things kind of glued together where the champions every year, they would move up. Everybody would know everybody fan wise. And 
everything would kind of make sense. Like how we always say, like there's a group of people in AEW that at any moment they could be put in a main event and it would make sense. Right. Just imagine that from top to bottom. If, right. If that makes sense. Um. So yeah, I, I would, I would start that and I would do that and I would just let things like just let things go not necessarily naturally but keep keep the machine going like you start at the start on elevation you graduate to dark then finally you make it to the main roster and just the opposite too it's not a demotion if you go the other way that you know you could play big time storylines like have a heel be the champion of dark and then he gets brought up to um to dynamite then you could have like someone like daniel to be like who's this guy like he was champion of what like just right. don't even like just make a storyline stuff like who are you i don't even know who you are dude like it, you know it, it would just write itself and i would i would kind of make it a i don't want to say like a factory like i know that's what the cody calls his wrestling school right uh I wouldn't make it like a quote unquote factory as in like, I'd make it like a team sport. That's what I'm trying to say. Like right. everybody, it would be all, everybody would be working towards the common good. And I kind of think that's what Tony Khan has instilled. So a lot of these young talent might already have that, but that's what I would do. And then I would just make it, you know, you're all an interchangeable piece. Right. You know, you, you're, you're, you're a team at that point, you know, every, you know, we always talk about me and you, we're, we're hockey fans. So uh, it's not always the superstar that wins the game for you. You know, sometimes right. your bottom, bottom lines win the games for you too. So that's the way I'd run it. Yeah. I like it. Thank um, you. I really like the idea of um, like local talent facing other local talent. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's, Cause then you don't know, who's going to win necessarily right? right whereas if it's you know local talent facing kenny omega like right 99 <laughs> of the time then local talent's not going to win that match um and yeah it would make them seem more important like right now when they bring in like a you know a timothy thatcher he's also not an AEW wrestler but he's right. hyped up because he wrestled somewhere else like but like the, the local talent's wrestling somewhere else too they just right. like it's a small company, but like it's it, they're wrestling somewhere. They don't just show up, so Correct. it would kind yeah. of even it out to like, oh yeah, this is really cool when you bring in a guy from New Japan. It's also really important, cool when you bring in a guy from you know local wrestling federation, right? Like it's yeah, it's still a big deal, and it would make it yeah. And I like I like the idea of raising you know moving up, like you start off in yeah. elevation and you go yeah, that makes a lot just, of sense. Because I mean, yeah, and, and that's the way sports work. I mean, you know, like you get drafted, and very few people start at the top. Right. You know, you get drafted, you start in. I mean, in use the NHL, you get drafted. Some guys even go back to juniors. Right. You know, so and it does work uh, the other way too. Like sometimes someone's injured and they spend a couple weeks in the in the minor in the leagues, minors. or it's the yeah. end of your career. You know, you're 40 years old and you want to keep playing, but you can't you're not on the main yeah. team anymore so they they you go you go to the ahl and yep. yeah that happens so yeah that's it that would that would work yeah and then yeah i never even thought of it that way think of it that way like somebody on their way out 
who like sting like you could i mean sting if you just say sting is gonna like if sting was gonna show up at the local gas station people would show up right. to like just go and hang out so yeah like you put sting like and sting's obviously a draw i'm not saying sting's bottom of the barrel but right if he showed up to challenge uh i don't know some random indie guy to just like just say that's action andretti and you knew who right. he was instead of having him beat chris jericho you have like sting come down to check out the local talent quote unquote and he puts his seal of approval on yeah it just, and it would kind of make it a place where you could see local talent right like you could see people from yeah. other wrestling companies like the you know make it as like position is like oh you know the best of the unsigned talent like the guys who are like real indie yeah. not not like you know roh nxt indie like actual indie wrestlers who are like wrestling for in, in the, you know a gym somewhere if yeah. you want to if you want to see them wrestle on a big stage you know you watch elevation yeah that would work yeah and it gets them it gets like those guys and girls tv experience like right because i mean in this day and age think about it you know you could be an indie wrestler and make a great living and never have been on television right like i even heard <laughs> i remember when a couple it was right before the it was the pandemic wrestlemania but it was right before the pandemic happened um drew mcintyre was facing uh brock lesnar he was gonna face brock lesnar at wrestlemania and there was like a couple weeks before he like knocked lesnar out on the top of the ramp and i heard people say that like i, I didn't watch it live but i watched it later he knocked Lesnar out on the top of the lamp and Lesnar was holding the title and he dropped it when he got hit. And mm. people said that you could see Lesnar be like, hold up the belt. Like he's telling him, Oh, he's telling Drew, Drew like, yeah, like, I dropped it, pick it up and hold up the belt. Up. And like, and like Drew McIntyre was obviously he's a WWE wrestler, but he was never in like a title program in WWE, uh, like a world title program. So I guess he, he, he that wasn't his first thought. But like Lesnar was like, no, I dropped it. That use right. that, pick it up and hold it up. Like, yeah, hold it up over me. Yeah, which like, is a thing uh, that like you might not think of if you're not a yeah, like, you know, not on TV all the time. You wouldn't like, but like Lesnar's been there for twenty years, like so he knows what to do. So yeah, that would that would be, and that's where some of the like you know the more experience, like a you know, like a Dustin Rhodes or something, could be on right on elevation, cut you know, help people out in that way. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there's there's too much potential there for, you know, we're, we're, we're in the day and age of, I mean, let's face it, cable television is dying. Right. Um, and, like, obviously, YouTube's not the answer either, just because the way that ads, like, there's no producer there saying right when to run the commercial like someone could be in the middle of a moonsault and it just cuts <laughs> oh i got i i got the trial of youtube premium you know where they take out the ads and oh, i just yeah. ended up i just ended up keeping it because like i can't go back now, like, oh, now I see, I, <laughs> see i've never i've never done that, because that would be another five dollars a month yeah no i'm like i can't go stuff. back to not having it i can't go i can't i can't go back to ads because you're right they just throw them in at like the 10 minute mark and you don't know what's happening <laughs> like they just yeah. it's it's a 10 minutes right so yeah yeah, I can't go back to, to ads now. Oh, see, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like sometimes like that's like YouTube is the isn't the answer either, but it's just like the easiest. Like everyone knows YouTube, but yeah, it, exactly. And for Tony Khan to take the time to put this up there, right? Like, 
he could easily <laughs> I don't, wouldn't be much of a paywall but if they had a semi um like streaming service right he could easily put dark and elevation on there and charge you five dollars a month right for for those you know because you're getting uh you know you'd be two shows a week getting eight shows a week for five bucks like right on uh so it's nice like if they had like an honor club for AEW, yeah 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 that's what i was trying to think of and i couldn't (laughs) yeah which i really wish they would i know i know they don't but i really wish they would they need one they they do and and after you watch this jay briscoe uh tribute show that they put together yeah my goodness their their documentary team is going to be unreal (laughs) like yeah it would be great that that they have all this roh footage i mean they could do like you know a best of ryan danielson or a best of adam cole or like yeah that that's all already up on there everything that we said should be on the wwe network right if you just go to ring of honors youtube it's all there you can go to the oh, best okay. of kevin steen the best of oh nice i was the only thing they don't have that i really wish they would have and this is me splitting hairs if they had like the individual feuds so you could just watch the feud right like if they would have like briscoe's versus the young bucks and then you could right. just watch it from beginning to end or whatever yeah that'd be cool uh but yeah if you just go to the ring of, i think it's ring of honor wrestling on youtube it's nice yep it's it's all there um so anyways uh we're two hours in do you have anything to add sir no i'm i'm good okay um well i don't think i have anything to add either so i'm I'm, this was yeah this was the last couple dynamites have been interesting because they haven't been like i said they haven't been like super not not to knock anyone who's on it because they've been good shows Mm -hmm. but they haven't been like the last two shows at least haven't had like you know, super big stars on it. It's not like they're having, you know, Danielson Correct. on a match yes. or like, not, I mean, I thought Danielson, like, like Moxley's not having matches. Hangman Page isn't having matches. Like MJF's not there. Like he's doing little promos. They're not putting their like, you know, top, top, top guys into like hyped main events. Like Danielson's wrestling, but he's wrestling Brian Cage. It's not like right. a, a storyline that's been going for a while and they're, they're facing off against one another. But the shows have been good, even without like, so good that sort of hype to it or even without the you know the necessarily the ex wwe guys in the starring role um the shows have been really good <laughs> yeah uh no and then cm punk's gonna come back and ruin all of it oh i cannot wait because awesome. that's what he does he just ruins everything 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 the dude touches <laughs> i i love that the internet turned on him so fast so fast immediately fa- and then like <laughs> and then then they then they won uh mjf and punk won the best feud in the pwi i was like all right that feud was good but the rest of it was- yeah yeah but everything else guy sucks <laughs> come on and now then the, the new thinking that the he's injury prone even though like one injury was like fluke like the foot injury was like he jumped into the crowd and hit his foot like that's fluke right luck like yes, he got injured. He tore his pec muscle or whatever. But like, so did Cody. Like that doesn't mean he's injury prone. Like and he got he got injured. Like that doesn't necessarily mean anything. He's also forty four years old, right? And jumped off the top rope to the floor, right? <laughs> like, like I would like um, not to take this any longer. But if fine. he ever does come back, 
I would assume it would be in like a more of a part-time role and that would be perfectly fine. Uh, and by part-time, I mean like not wrestling every week. Like he's still might be on the shows, say, but like, like not wrestling every week. You know, like look at Kenny and the Bucks. They don't wrestle every week. Right. You know, Punk doesn't need to be doing that. Right. Daniel only only, only Danielson wants to do that. Yeah. He might start wrestling on elevation and dark. <laughs> yeah, don't tell he might not know. Don't tell yeah, him. That's true. Don't tell He's him like, elevation Wait a minute. show. Wait, there's shows that I'm not on? What? <laughs> we I could two, be wrestling more. We have two more hours of television that I don't know about. Get me down to Florida. Book me in some matches. <laughs> Oh man, that that Florida space that they have when they when they do the, uh, um, like the studio wrestling darks, yeah. those are so fun because you could just tell that, like I, I I don't know for sure, but you could tell that there's not many rules for them down there. Right, like when they're in the studio, just the shows are just that much more fun. Yeah, that's the that's the impact zone, isn't it? Where they used to film impact. Yes, that used yeah. to be the impact zone. Nice. Which I blows my mind that that's on national television in that little place. I know. <laughs> Held a, a, a weekly wrestling show. Now, now I'm looking at the ROH YouTube channel. This is amazing, dude. Is it? Doesn't it? It's like literally everything that we talk. We probably look like the biggest fools. <laughs> we're like if there was only a place why doesn't a wrestling company do this um anyways people thank you thank you as always uh thank you for listening it's uh it's it's awesome it's humbling every week um make sure you follow us on uh all social media um we're at elite city pod just about everywhere i'm still working on the hive account um aka i'm trying to figure out how to put the graphics up um i, I forgot that existed <laughs> it's the most convoluted process uh, <laughs> it, it you know like when you set up like the headers and your avatars like every every social it does it the same you just drag right. and drop it in right i've had to be different <laughs> every time i try to do it it's it's just it's just not correct uh but yeah we're everywhere at elite city pod um we are we are that though on hive though we do own that uh but we're just not active all right so we are the same there um but anyways uh yeah thank you to everybody um uh i'm i was telling rick earlier i my mri is monday um then I don't go to the doctor until the end of next week. So that'd probably just be a scheduled surgery. So after next week, we're probably going to be up in the air a little bit. Uh, Cause I don't know what I'm going to do or where I'm even going to be. I'm probably going to have to uh, lay low for a minute. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be stuck in the hospital for a couple days, a week. I don't know. So I'll keep everybody posted anyways. Uh, again, thank you for everything. Uh, Rick, do you have anything to, to add here at the end? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Well, there's nothing to add then. Uh, everybody, uh, just be good. If you learned anything from Jay Briscoe, just be good and learn from your mistakes. If you can do yes. that, you're winning at life. Uh, so anyways, thank you again. It's been fun. And until next week, 
Later. <laughs>